We've been grappling with this problem for years now. How do we deal with the number of portables in the Surrey School District? It's approaching the number 400, which is just far, far, far too many. We know that some schools are changing school hours uh, in order to you know, squeeze more kids in. And undoubtedly, this will be an issue in the provincial election later this year. In fact, some politicians are getting in on this already. We heard that BC Conservative Party leader and MLA John Rustad has pledged to eliminate the use of portables in Surrey. Uh, his idea was to make bigger class sizes and move the kids into the school. And I thought, well, that makes for a good headline, but how realistic is this really? So joining us now to talk about this is Lisanne Foster, first vice president of the Surrey Teachers Association. Lisanne, thank you so much for being with us. You're welcome. Good morning to me. What did you think when you heard about this idea of, oh, we'll just put more kids in the classroom? It's a ridiculous idea. I mean, I don't even know how anybody who knows anything about education could even entertain the idea. In order to actually think that this was, um, you know, valid in any way, you'd have to ignore a couple of things. You'd have to ignore how kids actually learn. You'd have to ignore our current uh, curriculum, which is very different from a curriculum that perhaps many politicians might be familiar with since they were in class maybe 30, 40 you know, years ago. It's very different. And you'd also have to ignore um, our contract. We are unionized employees. We have a contract. Uh, you'd have to ignore lots of things that actually happen in schools. And I really wish politicians would spend a day in a school, one hour in each classroom before they make any kinds of suggestions about how schools should change. Oh, Lizette, I think that's a genius idea. I mean, we've got this provincial election (laughs) coming up. We know Surrey is going to be a a center, a focal point of the discussion here. Is that an invitation? Are you saying to politicians, come spend an hour in one of our schools? Well, what I'm saying is if you have ideas about how to improve schools and education in Surrey, first do some research and spend the day in the school, and especially schools in the north end of Surrey, which are overcrowded and under-resourced. Come and spend the day in, the, in classrooms before you can make you know, assumptions about what would work and what won't work. Okay, and what do you think would work? We know building schools would certainly help, but boy, that takes a long time to make that happen, doesn't it? Absolutely. You know what would have been wonderful? You remember in, uh, when we first went into lockdown Um, in March 2020 um, and then in April and social media was filled with parents making posts about how they now fully understand how difficult teaching is and how you know uh, how important the teacher's job is and they don't understand how teachers you know can teach 20 30 kids when they're struggling to teach just two of their their you know their own children I wish that that sentiment was still alive in society. It was clear at that time that people understood just how difficult and challenging it is to to teach students. And I wish that was still alive, you know, because really there's always money for things that are prioritized. And right now, unfortunately, education is not prioritized. People, everybody's been in classrooms. And when they've been in classrooms, they just see 
they, they are sitting and then they see somebody just talking to them and it looks so easy. Look, that person's just standing there and talking. But, at, you know, while the person is talking, there's like a gajillion things happening, you know, that, that happened before that, during that time and afterwards. That is quite complicated. Whenever I teach, it feels like I'm juggling like 30 different balls while I'm also balancing on a ball that's moving at the same time and then crunched for time because I've got to do all this within, you know, 70 minutes. So it's quite complicated. And I wish people understood that. You know, Lisanne, the way you just described it, I think goes a long way towards helping to people un- to understand this. And plus, probably why not more people are taking this up as a profession, right? Because don't we have a shortage of teachers? Mm-hmm. Yes, we do have a shortage of teachers. And you know how uh, when, when pe- uh, teachers are being criticized, people say, oh, you have, you know, summer's off and it's so easy. You only work five hours a day. Well, if it's so easy, why aren't people running to become teachers? It's because the reality is it's not easy. And also here in the Lower Mainland, uh, as a beginning teacher, you ha- you would have to have a second and a third job just in order to you know pay your bills each month because the salary here is the lowest, um, is amongst the lowest across across the you know the the country, and so it's not attractive for young people. I had. Um, former students who want you who have become teachers and um, have recently told me, you know, just after five years they're going to um, leave because it's just impossible to make a living wow. yeah. and make a life and also maintain your mental health. So massive, massive impact on teachers' mental health because there's so many demands coming from all different directions with very little support. What is the shortage like right now? We keep hearing about this shortage, but what's it like for you? So what it looks like is that on any day, there might be a hundred, at least a hundred and sometimes 150 classrooms where the teacher is absent, so the regular teacher is absent, and there is no um, substitute. There's no teacher on call to fill that space. And the ramifications of that filter throughout the school. There's all kinds of consequences that happen when there's not enough teachers to fill an absence. And then on top of that, there are lots of um, job vacancies that are not being filled. And them not being filled also has implications um, on the rest of the school. So schools are little communities. So if, you, if something is missing in one part of it, like, for example, the librarian is not there or the support teachers are not there, then it, it has a kind of like domino effect in everything else in the classroom. And so teachers are not only dealing with complex classrooms, but then the community itself, the school community itself, is constantly in a deficit position because there's not enough. Lizanne, given that, you know, we are going to have an election this year, and clearly already we know Surrey schools and and funding and portables, all of that are going to be issues. What, What do you want everybody to keep in mind for that? Like, this is obviously an opportunity as well for teachers to say, we want to talk about this. What would you say to these politicians? Well, we know that they're going to be coming to Surrey to do several photo ops. I mean, that is just absolutely what's going to to happen. And I would like them to consider that, you know, when they go into the schools and they go into the classrooms just for the photo op, to actually spend maybe perhaps a little bit more time and find out what it's like to be a student in that school, find out what it's like to be a teacher in that school, and not just stay for the short photo op. 
you know, because it's I, I, I've become quite cynical now because sometimes the the announcement and the photo op is just a re-announcement of something that's been announced before. And unless they're coming to announce that tomorrow there's going to be 10 more schools in Surrey, Everything that they're announcing is going to be just a band-aid. We need a new, uh, we need a new secondary school. We need several um, elementary schools. And unless they're announcing that, when they announce these little additions, a, a classroom here, a classroom there, it's like, you know, it's like a little teaspoon when an entire bucket is needed. Zen, thank you for your time and for your honesty this morning. We really appreciate it. You're welcome to me. I'm sure we'll be talking to you again. That's Lisanne Foster, who's the first vice president of the Surrey Teachers Association. Loved the blunt honesty, the message to politicians. Beware if you're going to use Surrey to score some kind of points in this upcoming provincial election. Uh, we heard BC Conservative Party leader John Rustad saying, we're going to eliminate the use of portable classrooms in Surrey. We're going to move those kids into schools. We're going to expand the class sizes And the Surrey Teachers Association says, well, that sounds ridiculous because that is just not possible. And I think that invitation that Lisanne made there is is a perfect idea. You really want to get things done in Surrey, politicians, then go and spend some time, an hour in a classroom and see how kids are learning what the challenges are. And I'll bet you'll move that higher up on the list and do what they're actually saying is make these new schools possible as soon as possible. Uh, you want to weigh in? Simi at cknw.com.